Welcome back. This is episode four of the Paper Free Class podcast at Ponce Middle School, coming to you from Studio 356, and we are in period one. We've got a group of sixth grade students, and today we're going to be talking about Unreliable Narrator. Can we go around and introduce ourselves? Say your first name. I'm Mariah. I'm Madeline. I'm Matthew. I'm Sean. And I'm Miss Abella. All right, very good. And what is the concept of unreliable narrator? What does that mean? An unreliable narrator is somebody that you can't trust because they're normally confused or they're not paying attention. Okay. So what example have we seen of an unreliable narrator? For example, in a story that we just read called The Mixer, there is an unreliable dog, which is the narrator. Uh Uh-huh. Why does that make him unreliable? Anyone? You guys can all because, talk. Um, yeah. Because he's a dog and sometimes he doesn't understand um, human interactions. He mm-hmm. doesn't understand what um, we're talking about. Because he interprets things the wrong way. Yeah, good. Like what? What did he interpret wrong that you remember in the story? Uh, the police uh, man acted with the, the... The shy man acted with the police officer. Uh-huh. Well, what was the misunderstanding? Do you, do you remember? Uh, that the police, the, the dog thought he was shy, mm-hmm. the man, but the, the, the shy man was actually a criminal. Right, and so the, what did the dog, the dog was saying, one misunderstanding the dog had was that the dog was saying, wow, the man must be really important. Do you remember why he said that? Because he told him to go out into the field and get some air. Okay, or who did he say recommended that he get out of town and go into the country? The policeman. The policeman? Who did the policeman say? The Board of Health. The Board of Health, right? Okay. Because of getting hurt. Yeah, so if he was saying, hey, if you don't get out of town, you're going to get hurt, right? Yeah. All right, good. Now, we're also reading Racing in the Rain, so we have an unreliable narrator there too, right? Yes. Yeah. Why? Why is he unreliable? It's the same thing as a the mixer. There's a dog, and he doesn't understand human, like, Behavior. Behavior. Okay. So it's a dog that's an unreliable narrator. Right. All right. Which one do you think is more unreliable, Blackie or Enzo? Blackie. Yeah. Okay. Why do you think that? Because he's younger. Hmm. Okay. Blackie's younger. That's definitely true. When we when we first meet Enzo, he's like right at he's in old age. He's like at the end of his life. That's true. So Blackie's just a puppy, basically. Any other reasons why? Do you think Enzo's more reliable? Why is he more reliable? Because he's more like a human. He, so he understands better. more. Okay, yeah, he yeah. definitely understands more, more of what's going on in the human world than Blackie does. All right, that's good. And, and speaking of Enzo, um, what's one of his favorite things to do? Do you look, remember? Look at tapes. Yeah, he likes to watch tapes. He likes to watch videos on TV. All right, and then our do now today, we were talking about one of the, one of the videos he watched. That? Oh, about the documentary yeah. about reincarnation. Right, exactly. And so, what did he say? What did he say about that documentary? That it was the best thing that he saw on TV. Uh huh. Why? Mariah, do you remember? He didn't. Um, Mariah doesn't seem to remember. Yeah. He didn't really like his uh, life as a dog. He didn't like his life as a dog. No. Well, yeah, kind of. Because mm. he. But yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but you're not quite right yet. The dog. He heard in the documentary that 
once a dog has lived his full life as a dog, in his next life he'll become a man. Mm -hmm. Good. And, and one of the other students was saying, um, it said on the on the on the quote, it said lives. When he's finished living his lives, right, or his lifetimes. What did they, what did he mean by that? Why did he say lifetimes instead of lifetime? Can you imagine? Oh, because. Yeah. Go ahead. He's all. I don't know if this is correct because I haven't read the full book, but because he's um he's always changing bodies. I don't. No, think it's so. not this one. No. It's a different book. Oh, okay. That's Sorry. a different book. No, it's okay. No, no, it's good. But it's the same idea. It's the same idea. So what is so what does Enzo think? That he's already lived most of the lives that he already. Perfect. I hope that that picked that up. You guys gotta make sure you speak loud and clear. Um, that he's already lived all the lifetimes that he needed to live as a dog. So then he's saying in his next lifetime he's going to become a man. So, going back to the topic, unreliable narrator. You have Blackie in the mixer, and he's definitely unreliable because he really doesn't understand. He's confused most of the time. Yeah, he's confused most of the time. Enzo, much more reliable. Even though he's a dog, he really seems to have that grasp of what's going on in the human world. All right, that's the bell, and we will see you. Hopefully we'll have a next seg another segment next period. And we'll see you soon. When the dog's purpose came out, the book that has to be similar to it. Mm -hmm. The dog keeps on, the dog dies, and then the last life is as a human. We didn't even Did that things. happen in a dog's purpose? No. No? But maybe. Did you see the movie? Yeah. I was about to say. So in the end of the dog's purpose, what happened? <coughs> First life, he had a dog, he was a dog with um this kid, I forgot his name. Mm -hmm. And then, as he has other lives, then he sees the girlfriend, he goes to the girlfriend, takes her to him, and then they kiss. And then they do the trick that Bailey used to do, which is the first life. Yeah, they so they like have different souls. Mm -hmm. Was it the same wasn't the same the same dog over and over again though, kept being born as a dog? No. No? One of them was a girl. No I know, but I'm saying yeah, but it's still it like could be the same, same soul. soul. Wasn't it the same soul kept yeah. getting born like in a, as a different dog form? Yeah, yeah it was like a, a story. Yeah, at the ending like the real owner, like the first owner, the dog comes to the owner's house and like they do the trick that the owner taught him when before he died, uh, and that uh, makes him realize that's his first dog. Oh, okay. In another soul. Oh, that's amazing. All right, now I want to read that one. Cause I have that one at home, but this I haven't read it. This is a movie. It. Yeah, it was a yeah. book. It was, it was a book for. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I think they, Almost they every both. Almost movie has a book before. Yeah. I think they both came out around the same time. I'm not 100% sure, but I saw, I learned about them both at the same time, so I don't know which one was first or anything. What? I don't know if you noticed, but we didn't introduce ourselves. I know. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, thanks for bringing that up. So we are doing our paper-free class podcast, or we can just let it run like that. It's fine. We're having fun. Uh, this is our paper-free class podcast. This is period two. And we are talking racing in the rain with this group of sixth graders. Before we get started, though, I want to uh, put a word in about the Ponce Review. The Ponce Review Club has started their meetings. We've had two meetings so far. We meet on Thursdays at 8.30 in room 356. 
and a word for the Leonettes. The Leonettes are on Snapchat, at Leonettes, and on Instagram, at Ponce Leonettes. So be sure to follow them and find out everything that's coming up. So we were talking about racing in the rain, and we got off to talk about a dog's purpose, which they both are similar. Um, but what's the fundamental difference in, in a between a dog? Oh, well, let's introduce ourselves first. So let's go around here. I'm Melissa. I'm Isaiah. I'm Fernando. I'm Kayla. I'm Christian. All right, good. So what's the fundamental difference between the two books? If you, those of you that are familiar with a dog's purpose, what's the, what's the big difference? A dog's purpose is not told from a dog's point of view. Okay, it's good. It's told from a third person point of view. Perfect. Which, which it'll just keep following the same soul every time. Okay. And then, and it's one, one dog's soul that keeps being born again and again and again as a dog. Yes. Right? Okay. And then Racing in the Rain is, is about many dogs or one. it's about just the one dog. It's just about Enzo. And what's the other difference? And, that, um, that at the end of all of his life, he becomes a man. Okay. It's and, told from a first-person standpoint by Enzo. Okay, good. So it's told from the perspective of a dog. And that brings into question the whole unreliable narrator thing that we've been talking about as well. But we can see that Blackie in the story, the mixer, is way more unreliable than Enzo. Enzo, Enzo knows what's going on in the real world a little bit more than Blackie does. All right. And so you were saying something about him coming back as a man. What was that about? Because in a dog's purpose, it doesn't come back as a man. The movie just ends. Okay. And in, in Racing in the Rain, <coughs> maybe he becomes a man. Right, because he said that. Well, what was it that he said that we were writing about today? He said that, he, that the person he saw on TV was a documentary about how when a dog Dies. is done with life, it, it soul transfers into a man's body. Okay, good. Anything to add to that? No? Notice that when we, when we had that quote from the book, it said, when he's done with his lifetimes. So what, is that, what does that imply? What does that tell you? That he's reincarnated. He's reincarnated. reincarnated? Does that mean that he's only lived his life as one dog? No. No, no so it could be... Many dogs with the yeah. same show. All right. And so at this point, he thinks he's reached his last time as a dog. Yeah. So for all we know, he could have lived a life just like dog's purpose, where he's been in one dog's body after another, and now he, he knows, he has this feeling that he's at the end of that, and he's going to come back as a man this time. Um, I'll have to keep on reading. Yeah, we'll have to keep on reading and find out. And that's different, too. Um, if we're saying that Enzo has, has finished his lifetimes as a dog, what about Blackie in the other story? What about he's him? just started out. He's just started out. How do we know that? Because he says I was born on the west side uh -huh. in a bar. Right. A public house. He calls it a public house. Yeah. Yeah, but really it's a bar. Was there anything else that he said, though, about why? what might indicate that it's his first time? It ended his puppyhood when he got when bought he by When he was going out into the world, he was excited because it was his first time outside of the public house. Very good. So when he yeah. ended his puppyhood and it's his first time going outside of the public house, and he also says, you know, I started my career as a dog now at this, at this time. Okay, good. So what do you guys think about that idea that 
dogs are born again over and over again as dogs. It's pretty cool. Yeah? Because, like, you might meet your dead dog one day. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. cool, but I've then again, it's sad. Yeah. yeah. I've always believed in reincarnation. Yeah? Because I believe you. As I'm, like, you can it could die, be real. But, you, but then, like, in your next life, you will go somewhere, and maybe you can find um, where you died. If you, like, if you just randomly find it. Yeah. He might remember, like, all the tricks you have, or he might smell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, a dog might recognize your scent, right, if he's born again? Yeah, I always, I always hope that, like, when one of my dogs dies, that maybe there's a little puppy being born somewhere right at that moment, you know, and then they'll, they'll come together. There's one being born in China. Yeah. In China, watch. There's one being born in China. Alright, and so you guys are saying that you believe humans reincarnate? Yes. Some of you. Um, it could be real. I believe could it. Be? I believe it's kind of crazy, but it could be real. Yeah. I believe I mean, humans, dogs, and all animals reincarnate. They say I mean, cats have nine lives, but you see dogs, they have six. Wait, really? Where'd that come from? Oh, six, I think. Where did that come from? That's why, that's why like, A movie it's kind of balanced. Hocus Pocus? It was nine lives. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've heard of it, but I just watched it. Oh, cool. And it was about a dog or a cat? Both. A cat. It's both? It was a cat. Well, I never watched like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys Wasn't are talking about stuff you never watched and never read. <laughs> Wasn't it like the dad that became a cat? Wait. I don't know. I oh, I watched Nine Lives. I probably have. And like the... Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a dad. And Bad the daughter dad. couldn't recognize. You guys are really yeah. like all over the place. First, you're on these high level. I'm just gonna search. These high level mystical discussions about reincarnation <laughs> and coming back and past lives and things. And then you're like, oh yeah, there's this movie, and the dad turns into a cat. <laughs> Is this where we're at? Um, one other thing about Racing in the Rain that I just, I just love so much in that first paragraph or that first chapter is when. Um, Enzo, believe me, as you go through the story, because this is a really amazing book, but as you go through the book, you'll see other ways that Enzo knows that Denny is amazing, because he says Denny's so amazing, and, and he, Denny really is amazing to Enzo for other reasons, but what were some of the reasons he said he was so amazing in the first chapter? He um, has hands. He was, uh, hands that can what? <laughs> that can grab things. things. Yeah. And things down you know, the dogs are so frustrated because they don't have thumbs. Yeah. He's a good them. race car driver. Okay, and then he's a good race car driver. And he has a tongue. He has a tongue that can do what? Um, talk me. It can make words, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he said his own tongue is flat and and long and <laughs> can't make words. Yeah, and he can't move the food around in his mouth because dogs eat. You know, they kind of half chew stuff and swallow it. It's mostly for drinking water. That's what I do. Goes like this on the Yeah, so the dog tongue kind of curls up, curls yeah. back under itself. And I have, I have yeah, I've seen most dogs eat like this. Yeah. Yeah, my dog will back. Yeah, they kind of half crunch it and then just sort of swallow it. What? And he said that was amazing. Denny's so amazing because he can stand there and he can chew food and. Then swallow it. Yeah, so it's really cute to see you know, that he's that he's so in love with Denny because yeah. you know these little simple things that I humans can, can do. Yeah. So it's the simple things that humans can do that he's so in in awe of. Yeah. All right. Um, but as the book goes on, you'll see there's there are many other reasons why he's so amazing. All right. So um, aside from that, is there anything else we want to talk about on racing in the ring? The flashback. 
Yeah? I like the flashback. Okay. Yeah. Nice feature to oh, add. yeah. I like how it goes from the end of his life to the beginning. Yeah. That was when he was being taken to the vet so he can get um, the anesthetic. So that way he so can get then, dead. Yeah. So then. It's related to a dog's purpose, the flashback. Yeah, same thing, same kind of deal. Yeah, had a flashback. Yeah, because like the dog was left in a car, oh. like in the beginning of the movie, and the owner, the re- the first owner, f- like saved him and kept him. Oh, okay. Oh, so he was like left in a hot car or something, and they yeah. broke in and got him out. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really oh, that's really a nice feature too, because <laughs> oh, in the boy. in the beginning of this book, it's he's basically saying, you know, here this is the end. I'm I'm reaching the end of my life and. Then the next chapter is like, I was picked out of a litter of puppies. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, good. Now it's going to be happy. <laughs> All right. So we know there's going to be some really happy parts in this book. Yeah. Some really sad ones, too. Um, what do we know about... We're going to be crying buckets by the end. Yes. I, I was crying buckets by the end of the first chapter. And then the end of the book, oh, shh, don't even get me started. So, but uh, it's, it has a beautiful message. we got to take that beautiful message with us. Okay, so it is about time for us to go. So we're going to sign out for period three, period two, and we'll see you next time. So we got on the topic of mythology very through by way of Enzo, talking about Enzo and racing in the rain, right? Yep. Okay. What was the point from Enzo and racing in the rain? That he thought that he was going to... Reincarnate as like a man because of that like quote on the TV. Okay, right. So he thought he would be reincarnated as a man. Is there reincarnation in mythology? I don't think so, no. no? I don't, think I don't so. know. I don't know a single thing about it. There's one. There's one I can think of. Yeah. Greek mythology. I, I mean, there's a, there's mostly like people trying to get out of the underworld, okay. and their loved ones going to the underworld and trying to make a deal with Hades. Okay. Yeah, and that's generally. Does that work? No, because they don't follow the rules. Right. Okay. In this one example, this guy went to the underworld to try and get his lover back. Hades said, "Yeah, you you can have af- because he um." He started playing music. He was famous for that. And he started playing music, and then Persephone really liked the music, and he, and she told Hades that let's give him a chance to get her back. Okay. So Hades said, you can have her back, you can lead her out of the underworld, as long as you don't look back at her. Mm-hmm. As he was going, As he was going out of the underworld, he couldn't hear her footsteps because she was a ghost. Mm-hmm. And he... He's decided that it was a good idea to check if she was there. Right. And then she was dragged back to the underworld, and they didn't get to see each other again. And that was a human, right? That was a human. Yeah, the gods, like, in the in the mythology, the gods like to have kind of contests and things with the humans just so they can prove to the humans how much better they are. Uh, and especially when a human, not in this particular case, but when a human thinks, oh, I'm just as good as the gods at painting or singing or whatever, then the gods really, you know, let them have it. What else? Okay, an example of that is actually the tale of Arachne, Mm -hmm. the first spider. So Arachne, she was really good at weaving, and Athena is the goddess of weaving, and a lot of other things, 
but that doesn't have to do with anything now. Kind of does. But right now in this story, where Arachne was really good at weaving, and many humans thought that she was as good as Athena, Arachne thought she was better than Athena. Mm -hmm. Athena got a hold of this. So Athena decided to see if she was really that good. So she went down to the human world and, and disguised herself as an old lady. Mm -hmm. and she went to Arachne to see her weaving, and she asked Arachne if she really thought she was better at her than weaving. Mm -hmm. So she said yes. And then Athena, she um, turned back into, the go into her goddess form and decided to have a contest with Arachne. Athena, she weaved this beautiful, you can say a portrait. So Athena made this beautiful portrait of an olive tree because that's one of her symbols. And Arachne made this whole, se the scene of Hades, Poseidon, Hades, Killing, killing um, their father Kronos, which it was also the father of Demeter, um, Demeter, Hestia, Poseidon, Hades, and Hera. Okay. And he, she made this portrait of the three main gods, which Hades at the time was part of, but then is, but isn't anymore. And the humans, because they were voting on it, decided that Arachne's was the best. And then Athena, she got angry. So she decided that because Arachne, she started boasting about it. Right, there you go, the boasting. And Athena, she got angry about that because she was about ready to let her win, but then she started boasting about it. Mm -hmm. And she got angry and decided to, she, in her mind, she said, well, since you like weaving so much, what if you do it the rest of your life and just, and turned her into a spider, and that's why spiders make webs. Okay, very good. Thank you. Yeah, so that, that's the boasting part will get, get you every time. All right, that's definitely true. Okay, we did not introduce ourselves, so let's go around the table. This is period four, and we are talking in the Ponce Review podcast, talking about a little mythology that we got onto somehow through talking about Enzo and Racing in the Rain. So I'm Mr. Hayes. Let's go around the table and say hi in your first name. Hi, I'm Jordan. Hi, I'm Gavin. Hector. Hi, I'm Shirley. Hi, I'm Heidi. Okay, and uh, this is a little backwards episode today, but we'll, uh, we'll see you again next week. Have a great weekend. Bye. Bye.